TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. For our broadcast over on the text line, we have this. Do you think the man on the street Democrat realizes their party wants control without fair elections being necessary? Welcome back to slavery. Hmm. Also, we have this. I've been in the 12th district for six years. Alma Adams has to go. Tyler Lee already has my vote. That election coming up on Tuesday, by the way, the primary. We have another candidate who will be joining us in just a few minutes. We have this contrary opinion on the abortion issue. Vince, I take issue with you defining life as beginning the moment of fertilization and giving automatic due process rights superior to a woman. The government should have no say before 20 weeks have passed. It's not automatic due process rights superior to a woman. It's just due process rights, period. That's all I'm calling for here. Due process. Just a sampling of some of the items over on the text line. I want to quickly get to some items for Faith Focused Friday. And they are some really good ones. Terry posted this, and I so appreciate Terry. I don't know if he's listening right now. But he's a person who's had a tremendous impact on me, spiritually. He has just gone through some extraordinary health issues. Glad he is still standing strong. If you get nothing else out of the show, this quote may be something that is helpful to help adjust you. I have recognized this in my own life and have made the proper adjustments, and I continue to. Here's what Terry posted last week. Word to me in prayer. Don't let patriotism and conservatism get bigger or more important than your godliness. My goodness, Terry. I could do a whole sermon on this. What I've watched with the alleged Christian conservative movement the past few years, it makes me want to vomit. It really does. Because this is exactly what's happened. I don't mind saying this. A good number of people that I thought I was walking in step with, conservatism, patriotism, if you had one of those greater than things yes in so many people's minds 
It's greater than godliness. Nobody's going to state this. But we live this. When politics becomes too important. And we've made this an idol. Just like Democrats. You know, I remember the first person I heard this from was Rush Limbaugh. He said to the Democrats, politics is religion. And unfortunately, a lot of us in our reaction to try to correct and offset what the liberal left has done, we've, we've allowed this stuff to become way too important in our minds and in our hearts. So if you are there, I just plead with you to do some self-examination and make the necessary changes. Ask God to change your heart. The other post here is from our good friend, Dr. Steve Crosby. I absolutely love this one. This is a classic. Because there's a lot of confusion here. Are you ready for this? Title of this is Personal Piety is Not Holiness. Ooh, ouch. Personal Piety is Not Holiness. What in the world does Dr. Steve Crosby mean? Well, let me share this with you in more detail. It is so easy for Christians to deceive themselves. I know I did. The church environments in which I was raised and the terrible teaching offered in them colluded with my youthful carnality and ignorance to make transformation into the image of Christ little more than feeding my spiritual ego with a sense of progress, accomplishment, and advance. Holiness was all about individual piety, the endless acquisition of spiritual virtue and the elimination of sin. And Inspector Clouseau might say, out with the bad air, in with the good. (laughs) It was a wholly individualistic and private endeavor, reflecting the invisible cultural values that are in all of us and working in all of us as Westerners. These values are foreign to the scriptures and the way of Jesus. For Mideastern Semites, Jews, these simply were not their worldview nor understanding of how things work. For them, the individual's deliverance, healing, rescue, wholeness, however you want to describe it, was inextricably linked to and with the gathering or regathering of the community. This phenomenon is literally all over the scriptures, Jewish and Christian. God rescues the victim and the perpetrators. Boy, this is going to cause some manifestations. Why, the God was for the victims. He rescues both. This is offensive to our Western sensibilities of justice. Justification. Which we so easily project onto God when this topic comes up. God does justice like we do. Only bigger, badder, and meaner. No, he doesn't. Individual rescue and healing or rescue of the community were indistinguishable. Simultaneous actions of God. The individualized, privatized, and subjectivized version of Christianity is preached every Sunday. It is a myth. The westernized version of Christianity in which we 
all have been raised is like the Coke bottle eyeglasses of comedy. It distorts everything we read in Scripture. And yet we will go to battle, literal and metaphorical, with what we think the Bible says on this or that, and have no idea what we're talking about. My pastor says... Again, personal piety is not holiness. So many things in this universe that we call Christianity have been profoundly personalized. And it's detached from community, detached from relationship, frankly, detached from God himself. And this we must reject. Great post here from Dr. Steve Crosby. Still to come on the broadcast today, we have another candidate who's going to join us. He's running for a state house race. We'll have that conversation shortly. Also, Elon Musk putting the Twitter deal on hold. Hmm, What is going on there? You've seen the volatility in the markets. We'll talk about what's happening with Twitter and with Elon. Also, what is going on with this baby formula shortage turning into a desperation, desperate situation for many families? That much more as we continue our Friday broadcast. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. If your day sounds like. We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through. You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Over on the text line, we've got this in response to Faith Focus Friday. America first or Christian first? Which association and principles are first? Yep, that is what we need to ask. What is first in our hearts? Is it America or is it the kingdom of God? I know what my answer is. 
Here's a good one for you, Vince. As Christians, we should always preach the gospel and when necessary, use words. Chris sharing that out of Shelby. Yes, I can't remember who said that originally, but it's a really good line. Excellent line indeed. I told you we would meet two candidates today. You've met one, and you're about to meet the second one. This is for State House 73 in North Carolina. State House 73 Republican running in this, in the primary, just one of the candidates in this particular contest. His name is Parrish Moffitt, and Parrish is joining us on the broadcast. Good morning, and welcome back. Uh, thanks a lot, Vince. Good to have you aboard here. I, I always ask this question to people who are running for office. Why are you running, and why in this particular race? Uh, thanks for the question. Yeah, I've I've been serving my community now in some fashion since I was 16 years old. I started with as a volunteer firefighter and later went on to serve in the Navy. And um, I've been just involved with the community, and I feel in my heart as though this is my next calling of how to serve the people of the 73rd District at this point in time. Now, in doing so, what are the issues as you engage people? What are the things that are foremost on their minds right now? So probably one of the biggest ones that I'm hearing out there is infrastructure. Infrastructure dealing with, you know, we have a a water issue out here in Cabarrus County, but more importantly, we have a traffic issue out here in Cabarrus County. So um, getting appropriate road funding for the folks here in western Cabarrus County, there's reports and studies that are out that even with the money that's currently been allocated, that there's no way that we're going to keep up because the growth has been so fast out here. We're blessed with this growth, but we need to get some uh, state funds funneled our way in order to continue that growth and and so we can continue marching down that path that we've been marching down for the last 20 years or so. So uh, concerns of infrastructure are certainly big. We were talking earlier with another candidate about the issues relating to the economy as people watch their hard-earned money uh, not uh, have the same purchasing power it used to. How big of an issue is this uh, in your conversations with people? Oh, it's absolutely 100%. Everybody, that's the number one conversation. You talk to the average person on the street, you know, what's your biggest concern right now? And price of the gas at four and even higher per gallon we just can't be affording this. So uh, one of my proposals is, is that we do somehow create some kind of a moratorium on gas taxes when anytime the price, the average price reaches a certain point or something along those lines. Um, that would definitely help out people immediately in their pocketbooks. That's 36 cents on the gallon that right now people are paying here in North Carolina. So that one's huge. But are, you know, one of the things I like to say is aren't we blessed that we're in a county and in a state where we have very high employment rates? So imagine being in some of those states where people are moving out of right now and companies are shutting down and they're not able to even work and then also still having to deal with this high inflation. So I, I do consider us slightly lucky when it comes to that. But we need to be able to continue that, that economic prosperity, and we need to be able to continue um, helping the, the common folks out there with some of these ideas like that. You know, it is interesting uh, as we watch these prices. I, I've mentioned this figure a bunch of times in recent weeks that the unfortunately this inflation is affecting all of us to the tune of about $5,000 annually. This is how much additionally we're having to put out because of the cost of everything going up. Uh, so on a state level, what are some of the other things that the state can do uh, that you'd be able to do as a state legislator to help address some of these things that are raising our costs? 
Well, one of the big issues that we know that we're dealing with is uh, supply chain out there. And so we can reduce some of those burdens on the, the biggest issue behind why, and it's more of a federal issue on this whole baby formula issue, but the same thing can be said for some of the supply chain issues that we're having for statewide things as well, where the burdens that we put on some of these small businesses need to be lifted. Um, silly regulations that are out there just need to be repealed and, and replaced and and it, it, it taken off the books. So that way these businesses are free to do their job and, and to be able to produce the supplies that we need. That's probably one of the biggest things that's driving up cost right now is, and we've heard it you know, a million times, supply chain. We've also heard it with employee shortages. Um, I have some ideas on employee shortages as far as being able to uh, take high school kids and run them through tech training while they're in high school rather than waiting until they get out of high school, then sending them to technology training. So that way they're ready to go to work immediately. They graduate high school on Friday and they have a job waiting for them on Monday morning if, if they so choose and they want it. You know, and you touch on something pretty interesting here, Parrish, that, um, you know, there are a lot of people who, who are simply not, uh, they're not college bound they're not going to be college bound and there are plenty of other job opportunities that are out there that don't involve college that are quite lucrative oh absolutely we've there's been studies that have been done that say if a kid um young adult let's call him a young adult not a kid a young adult pops out of high school and even let's say that the high school program takes four and a half or five years when they pop out and they're making sixty five thousand dollars a year a very good wage and we look at if a person goes to college and acquires college debt, which we obviously don't want people to do, but history tells us that they're going to do it anyway. And where that line of future earnings crosses is 30 years down the line because of the fact that they've spent all that time paying back student loans and all the interest that's associated with it, whereas if we're simply employing them on day one after graduating from high school slash tech school, they're, they're making all this money, and they never incur all that, stock, that college debt and all that student debt, and it kind of takes away that whole argument that's going on right now at the national level on debt forgiveness. Yeah, it certainly does. Um, I'd love to see a lot more encouragement along these lines for uh, the kind of training you're describing. And, and actually, this is the first time I've heard somebody talk about this in – um, in the context of high school, as opposed to waiting until uh, someone gets out of high school to then go to a technical school. So we're in the final minute of our time here. So Parrish Moffitt, uh, tell us how people can learn more about you. And uh, of course, you obviously want them to vote for you on Tuesday, those in the district that you would be running to represent. Uh, how can they find out more about you? Oh, absolutely. Well, early voting is going on now, today until 7.30, and tomorrow they're until 3 p.m. MoffittNCHouse.com is my website. From there, you can link over to the Facebook page and to the Twitter feed. But um, by all means, if you have any more questions, give me a call. The phone number is on the website, and I'd be more than happy to uh, chat about the campaign with anybody. Terrific. Terrific. Well, thanks a lot for coming on the broadcast. Uh, Parrish Moffitt. Again, this is State House 73, North Carolina. And uh, thanks for coming on the program today, man, and best of luck. Absolutely. Thank you, Vince. Thanks for having me. I've known uh, Paris for several years, uh, just a wonderful guy. And I uh, have no hesitation about 
giving the opportunity to share his thoughts with you. Still to come in the broadcast, we will talk about this baby formula issue and Elon Musk and some thoughts on my vacation, if time permits. Stay with us. Over on the text line, some really good ones here. I love this one. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Note, self-righteousness is not righteousness. Wow. I love that. That is really excellent. Jim out of Huntersville would like to know, why is no one talking about alternatives to baby formula? I'm sure our mothers did not have access to formula. What did they do? (laughs) I wonder. Oh, my goodness, folks. What is going on here? Here's what's happening. USA Today did a story, and they profiled a person. This is how stories are done well. You don't just go out and put the facts and the figures. You find a real person, as we like to call them and share their experience. In this case, it's Ashlyn Hinsley. She was getting desperate in March after scanning the aisles of the local Publix, Walmart, Winn-Dixie, six other stores for baby formula for her son Jackson. She returned home empty-handed. Online stores also dry. Jackson's allergies make him reliant on a special formula. And it's difficult for Hinsley to get her hands on this. The WIC program, short for the Special Supplemental Nutrition Program for Women, Infants, and Children, helps to cover costs for the specialty formula. But they can't make more product appear out of thin air. It goes back to what I said to you before about a difference between coverage and care. Well, here's a great example of that. Great to have this WIC program, but if you don't have any formula, it's not going to help, is it? So she had a very practical concern. How in the world was she going to feed her baby? She turned to Facebook groups with sellers offering formula at marked up prices. This is how desperate some people are to get their hands on formula. Here's what's happened. We've had a baby formula shortage that has escalated in recent months. Parents confronted with familiar problems seen throughout the pandemic. Purchase restrictions, hoarding, price gouging. Nagging questions about the sacrifices required to make ends meet. The Senior Director of Public Policy of the National WIC Association, the nonprofit advocacy arm of WIC, across the board searching for formula at this point has become a full-time job. Families are feeling the stress financially and in terms of time. So when did this happen? Where did this come from? Well, the shortage started back in November 2021, when about 11% of popular brands were out of stock. As of May 8th, are you ready for this? 43% of baby formula sold out at retailers across the U.S. due to recalls and supply chain strains. Retailers like CVS, Target, Walmart, they have purchase limits on formula. 
And we mentioned the concerns about price gouging. The size that Jackson gets from Wick in our area is $33 a can. And she adds, I've seen people charge $45. This is crazy. She was purchasing formula from third-party sellers in Facebook group until a scammer sent her three 7-ounce tins, sample size, sizes normally given away for free, for $80 instead of the 30-ounce cans they've been showing in the listing. You ever been ripped off like that? Happened to me once. Similar kind of thing, except I wasn't buying baby formula. So, again, this is one of those things I don't see a timetable for when this is going to be resolved. Another story I want to tell you about Elon Musk placing his $44 billion deal to acquire Twitter on hold, pending an investigation into bot accounts on the platform. The stock has plummeted more than 15% in pre-market following Musk's announcement. Musk added he's still committed to the acquisition, but he wants to figure out how many users are there in reality. What is the truth? Here's what he actually posted. Twitter deal temporarily on hold pending details supporting calculation that spam fake accounts do indeed represent less than 5% of users. It would certainly be good to know that before making the actual purchase. Another interesting story to bring to your attention The UK Sun reporting President Xi of China suffering from a deadly brain aneurysm as he faces a coup over devastating COVID lockdowns. The Chinese president, 68 years old, wanted to be treated with traditional medicine rather than undergo major surgery after he was rushed to the hospital. According to the news agency, Ani Z suffered the cerebral aneurysm at the end of 2021. There have been rumors about his health for years. Fresh speculation sparking, stemming from his unexplained absence from the Beijing Winter Olympics. March 2019, during a visit to Italy and France, Z spotted with a noticeable limp and needed help while trying to sit down. And addressing the public, in October 2020, at the height of the COVID pandemic, observers noticed his slow speech and coughing. So now there's concern. Is he vulnerable politically? will be interesting to watch. Quick funny story I want to share with you before we go to break. I told you I was in, maybe I didn't tell you, I was in New Orleans for a few days. Had a great time there. I was not expecting it to be as warm as it was. I bought some clothes. While there, I wanted to try them on. And the lady looked at me and she said, I'm really sorry, but we don't have the staff to man our dressing room. And she looked at me very seriously and she said, and please, please don't change in the store. She was deadly serious. And I I started to ask her, Why do you think I would change? And then I thought, wait a second, this is New Orleans. People actually have changed in the store. It's happened before. (laughs) Stay with us.
Here we are, the final stretch of the broadcast on this Friday. Hasn't it been a blast? It is good to be back with you. And it's time for us to uh, take a look at the day in history. Our friend Bernie is with us. How are you doing today, man? Oh, Vince, doing great. It's Friday. It is Friday indeed. I bet you've enjoyed this break from having to be interrogated every every broadcast. <laughs> no, no. I actually miss this a lot. It's one of the highlights of my day. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, let's go to the first of our questions. We have a total of seven, it appears. We go back to the year 1607. The name of the town is Jamestown. These were the first settlers arriving in the New World in this particular state, what is now a state. What was it? Jamestown, the city. What was the state? Is that Massachusetts? Oh, no. That is Virginia, actually. Of course. Jamestown, Virginia. (laughs) It's okay. Oh. 1846. There are people who think this country has essentially declared war on us by allowing lots of illegal immigrants to cross. But in 1846, Congress actually declared war on this country. What is that country? Allowing immigrants into our country? <laughs> hmm. There's a couple of them that are doing that right now. Oh, I feel my like. goodness. But this one's very easy. The Ukraine? Oh, no. This is actually Mexico. We declared war in Mexico in 1846. Oh, Vince, I'm rusty. I gave you a a hint there. You did. Just got to watch those hints. 1940, this famous person turns out to be a real hero. Recognized much later. But he announced this. He's a British leader. Announced, I have nothing to offer except blood, toil, tears, and sweat. Who was this Mm. British hero of the 1940s? Mm. We had his name recently on this particular forum. It's not Winston Churchill, is it? Of course it is. Okay. Finally got one right. I knew you the knew the answer to that one. 1958. Boy, this is handy for just about everything to attach things together. Uh, all, all kinds of jokes are made about this. Um, this is, uh, I don't even know how to describe this. Mm. But um, it basically, uh, it's used a lot of times for clothing, for hats, if you want to attach the uh, one, uh, you know, adjust the size of your hat. Most of these are oh. adjustable with this. Where else is this product used? Velcro? You're correct. It's okay. Velcro. There we go. <laughs> it's almost become like jello. You Yeah. You know, you it's hard to give hints without using the word. <laughs> 1968 in Paris there were peace talks to try to end the conflict between two countries. This was a place a lot of Americans did not want us to be. Where were these, what were the two parties of this particular conflict? Hmm. What what year was this again? 1968. We had a lot of demonstrators uh, on the streets protesting our involvement. Uh, Is this Vietnam? Yes, you are correct. U.S. and Vietnam. 1973, pay attention to the sexes. Bobby Riggs, Billie Jean King faced off. In a tennis match, 
What did they call the tennis match? Oh, Vince. A man and a woman. Uh, Battle of the Sexes. Battle of the Sexes. Of course you got that one. And 1981... This leader, um, because the names are so difficult to uh, make out, as long as you tell me who this person was, who was shot, religious leader shot, 1981, he survived. Who was it? I'll give you a hint. He is from a city, state, slash religious organization. That's your big one. It's recognized as a city-state. You got me on this one, Vince. It was Pope John Paul II. Oh. Who was shot. There we go. Again, this is before your time, so I'm not surprised. (laughs) So I sent a picture to you, and I would just ask you, how would you like to reach your hand into the toolbox? Yeah, that's no thanks. Is that a... a, uh... (laughs) I'll let you tell the story, but that's a, that's a no for me. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> this is absolutely creepy. Here is what happened. There was a man who reached in, fumbling around in his toolbox, looking for a wrench. There's only one problem. He got a finger full of needle-like teeth instead. He was doing maintenance on a circular saw at his home near Midlothian. And as he fumbled around in his toolbox, feeling for the right tool, he unknowingly angered a snake that had slithered into a drawer. He said, suddenly I saw and felt something hit my index finger. I opened the drawer the rest of the way, and there was a copperhead snake. Three feet long, three feet long, coiled around the screwdrivers and wrenches, ready to defend its newfound home. Uh, This is a pretty scary picture. A tiny bit of blood ran from his finger. He'd clearly been bitten, but the snake apparently injected little or none of its painful, flesh-destroying venom. And so he called his neighbor, told him about the snake, went to a doctor. And uh, actually, the guy suggested going to a doctor, but he didn't have any pain, decided against it. Uh, They're describing this, they think, was a, a dry bite, fortunately. So... Just a scare. And that's all I would need from this. A scare. (laughs) Incredible. But we're glad he is okay. That's all the time we have for the broadcast today. Uh, Watch out where you put your hand. I'm just saying. (laughs) You just never know what's in there. Have yourselves a great day and a great weekend. God bless you. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Got clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Lights. <laughs>